Thank you very much for joining me. How you been? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. 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 Steve Ranazizi. I'm the guy. You know what it is. You know what day it is. It's Cinco de Mayo. The 5th of May. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. What's the odds with Steve Ranazizi? It's a full show today. We've got Lucas Hurl, Emmer Edbrook. <laughs> uh, who else we got? Biddlecomb. And we've got, oh, our good buddy who's supposed to join us every single week, but somehow another never does. But he's here this week. Jason Tebow's here. Hi, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. It's good to see you all. You all look good. Emma's got a new dog. And what's the odds that Steve didn't know that it was Cinco de Mayo? Right before you hit record, what day is it? What year is it? And then, no right, way. Sh- honestly, you no know what day it is. I don't I'm say it with confidence. I really didn't remember that it was Cinco de Mayo. In no way, shape, or form did my life run into that at all. <laughs> to be honest, I, didn't I knew all. it was the 5th of May because I looked at the calendar and I did not put together that it is Cinco de Mayo until someone here said it. So I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, well, my son's birthday was Saturday. That was, uh, Ooh, was Sunday. That's the second. Yeah. And then I should have worked the math. But it's like, honestly, I don't really look at the date till I start the podcast because for some reason I say it at the beginning of it. But Honestly, I don't. I, I said I spent all this time getting all this shit set up, and then right before I go on, my computer dies. Now I'm working on my phone. I've got to swipe every time I want to see everyone on this fucking podcast. All my notes are on the phone, so now I can't see them because I don't know how to scroll back and forth between all this shit. <laughs> it's very goddamn. And look at this. I'm holding a microphone that I don't even need to because it's not recording anything. As a longtime listener, and I've said, you know, I'm on this show pretty much every week in theory. As a longtime listener, I will say you have technical problems every single week. Every yep. time Emma's gone, all you talk about is how your whole life is fucked without Emma, which I think a lot of us can agree to. But yeah. every time, it's like every t- you're the, one of the wealthiest people in the greater Pasadena area. And what happens? What happens? No, you can't get your laptops fucked, your fucking dogs Sneaking your dog on the flights in a fucking costume. Dude, I didn't. He wasn't in a costume. I put. I just had to paint his one paw so that it didn't look like he was gnawing it off. All right. Let's not get I don't even know where to look. Where's the fucking camera on this thing? People want to see my eye contact. That's what people really. Am I looking at the camera now? Yeah, you look good right there. No, right there. Am I looking at directly into the camera? Because I want to make sure I'm talking to the people. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I can't figure this shit out. I really can't. I'm not meant for this world. We need to get you a new laptop. (laughs) Yeah, look, can we get a GoFundMe for money bags over here to get a fucking no, laptop? Not, I don't need, I will get a new laptop. But it's like, why does the laptop have to crap out the fuck? I, I can use my phone for literally everything else. I just want this. I have this set up the way I want it set up for the podcast. And the one fucking time I need it, the whole thing just craps out on me. And it's like, I'll pump more money into Apple and I own the stock and I'm all in. But it's like, guys. And it's not their fault. This thing's 12 years old. It shouldn't be working I was going to say, how anywhere. old is your laptop? Yeah. I want to blame something, Emma. Can I blame something on my own podcast? Yeah, of That course. I'm working off ColecoVision? As long as you're not blaming me, I don't give a shit. I would <laughs> never blame you. I, Emma, I would, you have us held hostage. Do you understand that? What? This should be called whatever the fucking Emma, whatever Emma <laughs> wants to talk about what, on the time she wants to talk about it. Because we don't do, we don't do well without you. I call okay? it job security. It is job security. Why don't you sell some of your fucking stocks there, money bags, and fucking build another treehouse, and Emma can live in that. Oh, Steve, build me a guest house. I'll move in. Problem solved. Yeah. 
no worries. You can well, you can start in the treehouse, and then we'll just we'll, we'll make it nicer as you you know you tell us what you want. We'll add the features. Okay. okay? Infinity Look, pool, a sauna would be cool. I have an private chef pool. would be awesome. That stuff ooh, we don't have that in the main house. I don't think we're giving guest house private oh, okay, chef fair features. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have the my people house. contact your people. <laughs> All right, let's get. We got a lot to cover, guys. Okay. Yeah. We were wrong about a lot of shit this week, and we need to get to all of it. Okay. Um, let's start with. Uh, well, by the way, Jason's here because he's promoting. I, I know it's awesome that he's in a new gay porno. It's brand new. I know you. Um, it's called real Schindler's. Hard on it, right? It's called Schindler's Fist. Um, Fist. I'm really more of a stunt double, but uh, it's pretty impressive some of the th- stuff I'm pulling off. So yeah. Download yeah, Schindler's I'm Fist. For you, dude. I'm Thank happy you, for you. And it's like the fact that you guys, they made you wear a mask during the whole thing and no one else kind of like people were like, oh, I'm not sure if I see Jason in it, but just know yeah. that the person behind uh, the mask taking all the Beautiful symbolism. Beautiful yeah. symbolism by the director. Yeah, it really is. It's just that one red glove that keeps going in and out of my ass. But uh, I had to audition for it 31 times. Wow. 31. And you know what? That's the process, dude. And I'll be honest with you. I saw uh, two seconds of it and I think it's your finest work. Honestly, some of your finest work. It's the most fist I've ever seen you take. So you really went outside. It looks like you were outside your comfort zone. I definitely was. They almost the working title was Baker's Dozen for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, uh, let's get let's get to the the meat of the matter. We have the draft results to talk about. We've got uh, I mean, literally, since the time we went off the if we we, if we wait to do this podcast, probably five more hours, we would have a lot more to talk about, because I think the moment we ended it last week and posted it, Aaron Rodgers announced to everyone that he was not happy in Green Bay anymore. uh, You know, like four hours before the fucking draft and he wants out. So to me, that flipped everything on its head right away because now it's like teams think that they can get Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure everyone started calling green Bay, uh, you know, for who's going to go up, who's going to move down now. And it, 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 I don't think it turned it on its head as much as I thought it was going to. I don't think any, but I think you saw some teams that are like, I'm going to draft a quarterback and work with this person uh, rather than thinking that I'm still in the race to cat Aaron Rodgers. Like, I think the Broncos draft, moved up to get a quarterback right then yeah. and because and I, yep. I think that they think they probably will not get aaron Rodgers, or did they do that in hopes that they took the quarterback green bay would probably most likely want to get in return and 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 you know reverse engine it that way i'm not sure but uh as far as our predictions for the first 10 picks you know we did fairly well not terribly not horrible okay we didn't do great no we did really bad yeah i don't think we did that badly no we were pretty much off on every pick except for maybe two we got that's the thing with those draft things because if you pick one goes off and then it's like a house of cards you know yeah and i never considered it the order that they went and i'm just considering like the number of picks that the people that we picked there like i I mean i you know it's like hard to to, you can't you don't know who's going to like trade off or this or that like in the moment so i i'm just saying like those were the top 10 players and we did okay look some of us did better than others right i mean you have to be embarrassed right Breton? you can't be proud of yourself you couldn't you know 
you had Mac Jones going right away and at three, and and we all did. But I had Trey Trey Lance moving up, right? Wait, like Mac Jones? No, I I had him going fifteen. That's the one I got right. Wait, you had Mac Jones moving down. I correct? told you Mac Jones was going to fall to the Patriots. That was the only thing I got right was that uh, he was he was going to go. I was wrong about uh, pretty much everything, everything else. Yeah, you you picked. I mean, who did you didn't even get the Jets pick right? Well, I, I was just trying to be fun. I, I thought the Jets were going to just pull some shady shit like they do and and go with like the uh, Jets Justin were Fields. the people that I thought were like, okay, the Jets are going to trade that two pick. And, and they're going to get, get a Rogers. package together for Aaron Rodgers. That's yeah. that. When I first heard that, I mean, I, I didn't know where he wanted to go or what his preference is. I'm sure he's got a preference in teams and the list of teams, but I'm going, Oh, the jets. Now they don't need to worry about picking a, they can go package that two pick and, and get the, you know, and, and, and get Aaron Rodgers. I always, I, I assume that Jacksonville wasn't going to try to get rid of the one pick. No. Although, I mean, do you think if Jacksonville called the, the Packers and said, we'll give you the one pick this year and the next three years, we want Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they got to think about that because the Packers could get Trevor Lawrence then. You know he doesn't want to come yeah, back. Dude. I think that's too much, though. Four first-round picks and Trevor no, Lawrence. Three. Who, who? Okay, but still. It would be this year. That's a lot. Next Trevor, year's Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is coming in as even better than Andrew Luck as far as prospects go. He's going to have a, a really good coach coaching him. You're giving the Packers another 15-year dynasty with a guy potentially. I'd rather and, have and, Trevor Lawrence just yeah, because he's younger, he's exactly. cheaper. You know, do you want to? I mean, you're going to pay sixty million dollars for Aaron Rodgers for three years. You're going to yeah. pay forty-one million dollars for that rookie for the next five years. And then think of it, uh, you know, if you're the owner of the team, do you want Aaron Rodgers, who's on the back end of his career? Do you want the guy that's going to come in? He's going to bring in all the sponsorship, all the jersey sales, season tickets. People are more excited about Trevor Lawrence than Aaron Rodgers. So financially, it makes more sense to have him. But the Jets at two absolutely would have made sense had they yes. pulled the trigger. Or if they pulled the trigger, done. absolutely. The nine how, many teams, how many teams and which teams do you think actually really made an overture before the draft? I know, that, for a fact, that, I know for a fact San Francisco did. Yeah. I'm 100% positive that San Francisco Shanahan talked about that, and they called the GM of the Packers, and I, he goes, you're wasting your time. And he goes, all right, well, I had to do due diligence. He was saying that on Rich Eisen the other day. But by the way, the GM of the Packers, we find out, is the guy he's got the biggest fucking beef with. Yeah. yeah. So it's like nobody. He called him Jerry Reinsdorf and, today. And the coach. Coach doesn't like him either. But. The, the the I from what I from what I read or heard or whatever it was like the the GM Aaron Rodgers praised some wide receiver or whatever and the next day the GM cut him and they were like and Aaron Rodgers was like fuck this shit I'm pissed off and that was like the the straw that broke the camel's back as far as he was concerned and he what he decided he wasn't gonna but like I I don't know what, when did that happen I I can't even remember when, that, that was not recently that couldn't have yeah. been recently. It had so to been over like, a year ago. It was this se- it was the, this season. It was early. Yeah, so it's like if you've had okay. that in you from now, why are you waiting? Well, first of all, that's why are you waiting to four out? I mean, do you know how many te- don't you think the Los Angeles Rams would have loved to have known that Aaron Rodgers was unhappy as he was before they traded for fucking Matthew Stafford? Look at every team. I mean, there's so many teams. Had he done this a month ago, 
the whole draft would have been different. I think the Niners yeah. wouldn't have traded up to three. No. And they would have just made some sort of whatever pick they had in 12, 13, wherever they were. They would have sent that first rounder to the Packers, next year's first rounder for the Packers, and then Aaron Rodgers would have been the head coach, I mean, the starting quarterback for the Niners for the next four years. I know, and it's almost like, why would Aaron Rodgers wait? So it, it only, it, it 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 didn't benefit him to wait as long as he, he. said I mean, he did, I, never wanted it to come out. He, he said he did not want this to come out, and he's upset that this came out. What, okay, so okay, so if it doesn't come out, what? Well, how does it play out then? What do you mean he just doesn't show up for camp? I mean, he's still, or does he just continue just to kind of play with a with a with a you know a chip on his shoulder? Is that what it is? Yeah, he, he obviously wanted it to come out. I mean, I, 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 I think say he I, I think he has to say he didn't. He has to say yeah, that, or he looks like a fucking face. asshole. He is Absolutely. a fucking asshole. Because the report was he's not he like he has no intention of going back to Green Bay at all. Yeah. So it's like at some point, whether you want it to come out or not come out, that's coming out because when you're not there, when they start camp or whatever, you know, people are going to start asking questions and you want to start going into it. Then it's like, wouldn't yeah. you want, if you really, if you really didn't want to go back, wouldn't you want it to have like, you know, it was pretty clear with Brady was like, he was like, I'll go back if they want me back to the Patriots. And the Patriots made it pretty clear right away. Like we have no intention of trying to resign it. And it was like, boom. All right. Well, then the next day he's like, I'm a, I'm a free, go get, like, let's make this work. So I have the most options to make the best move for myself. I mean, now it's like, yeah, every team would love to have Aaron Rodgers, but now it's like people have committed to other people. There's not enough money. There's not enough. It's like, we, you can't get the shit together that you would have wanted to. I just think like a month ago or even before the Rams traded for Stafford, it's like you had all options on the table then you could have been with, the Niners, you gave him another week, they would have worked out something. He could have been with the Colts. Could have been with the Colts. That's scary. That's that. a scary thought of I'd can you imagine Rodgers with the Colts instead of Golf? No, uh, uh, with their uh, defense? Well, they got uh what's the name from the Eagles? When Carson, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fucking hey, with that defense and that rookie running back last year was great. Man, that'd be a terrifying combination. Dude, I think that draft pick and taking the ball out of his hands and kicking that field goal. I mean, like the next day, it was probably bittersweet. He didn't want to talk about it, but like if it stayed with him as long as it has, obviously, then it's like at some point you got to go. Like, look, I'm not coming back. Like, this isn't going to work. We we're right. we're not. This is not. This is not working anymore. And I'm yeah. out. And I and also I all this. All, go ahead. I say I, I. He has all the leverage. I mean, I under any. There are players that are bigger than the not bigger than the sport completely, but like he. We'll get it. Like he's not Deshaun Watson, where it's like I don't want to play here, and I guess we'll have, like he. If you don't want to, he gets to do what he wants to do. He will get. He will get to do what he wants to do. They will have to make him work. They, if he does not want to go back to Green Bay, I, I just can't see the Green Bay Packers playing a season without him and him just sitting out a season. I like. I can't see that happen. And this Jeopardy like thing, everyone's like, well, he could retire and go be the host of Jeopardy. I'm like, yeah, Jeopardy ain't giving that. him thirty five million dollars a year. No, no, but they'll give him sixteen till for the rest of his life till he's sixty or seventy. Yeah, but if he retires now, he has to give back thirty million bucks in money. Dude, his wife, That's his fiance's got that. He he'll borrow. Like, look, he'll borrow it. <laughs> Imagine Aaron Rodgers walking into a fucking loan shark. Hey man, uh, how much money? I got to borrow fifty million, fifteen million dollars, like today. 
Uh, look, ABC will give it to him if they sign. They'll give him a bonus, a signing bonus of, to cover that, and then they'll pay him, you know, a prorated salary. I'm not worried about Aaron Rodgers and money. I'm just thinking, like, where where does he end up next year? And and I don't know the I don't know why it played out the way it played out. Like four hours before the draft, it almost seemed like that's the kind of time when you see like uh, the arrest videos or like the shit that try to get draft picks knocked down. Certain like, dude smoking a bong in college, and you're like, oh, exactly. that guy's supposed to be in a third overall pick. He's smoking a bong. Oh, yeah. You know, or it's something ridiculous. So it's like it just seemed the timing seemed very weird, and it didn't. It doesn't seem beneficial to anyone, to him or any of the teams. So, look, I don't and think waiting it's over. that long. Waiting that long, he really screwed himself out of about five options. I mean, now the Lions are set. Now the Rams are set. Now the Denver. Uh, Denver. I mean, Denver. I don't know, but Denver might be. They might be. Denver. Denver's still a player, and I think Vegas is a potential landing yeah. spot. Denver, Vegas, and San Francisco were his three. Well, and Rams. I will say this. With a I will say this. His list. You want to have a little bit of fun here? I'm going to no. throw another name at you. Some team, some team made a really great move in the first round. One that I did not see coming. One that I kind of questioned at the beginning, and I said to myself, "Fuck, what are we doing here?" And then I thought about it. I go, oh shit! The New York Football Giants saw this coming. Graded down nine picks to get a first-round draft pick next year. So what if I am the New York Giants and I call you up and I say, hey, man, I know he'd like to come to New York. Who doesn't fucking want to come to New York? I will give you two first-round draft picks next season and our first-round draft pick next year and Daniel Jones. Bingo. And then Green Bay's GM says, you can keep Daniel Jones. We'll just take the picks. Thank you. (laughs) Great. No problem. We'll throw in uh, Darius Slayton for fun. I don't, I, you know, it's like, it doesn't matter to me. Like, I, 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 that's a phone call I think you got to take. What if they went both first rounders and Barkley? Do you do that? No. No, not for a running back with injuries. You, you, I mean, you uh, look, you want I a guess quarterback like, in return. You want somebody I, with I, experience, but you also have love. So keep in mind, they're not I'm necessarily in. looking for a QB if they took love and he had a year to train under Rodgers. Like hey, he might be ready. We don't know. I'd give him I'd give him Evan Ingram. I'd try to get him off Barkley and try to get him to Evan Ingram or someone like you know, Evan Ingram's very talented and very good. You but know, so injury play. prone. You, can you stop Biddlecomb for a second? Well, everyone in New point? York's made out of glass. The it whole does team seem to be an issue. It does Not seem since to be Mark an issue. Bavaro have we had a fucking tough person on that <laughs> goddamn field. Okay. It's true. Um look, I, I I'm just saying, like it, there there are and that, I guess there are options that we haven't thought about. Like the Giants. That is are a good option. point, though. Yeah, the Giants are an option. That is a goddamn option. They, I mean, that's a pretty big pick to get a first round draft pick next yeah. year. And because the Bears, I mean, look, they drafted, Fields. they drafted a quarterback, right? And it's like, if it don't work out, that could be a top six pick. You and know? they got Foles. They got Foles, and they got somebody else too, don't they? Oh, the Red Rocket. Yeah, yeah. they took Dalton. So it's like they got it three be, expensive quarterbacks on that team. Someone's not going to make that cut. They're going to get rid of Foles. Someone, yeah, Fold, big, big Dick Nick's got to go. But I, I don't, I mean, like, then you got Carson Palmer, who's a good quarterback, and, you know, a rookie. That's going to be like, we'll see what happens. And it's you're like, you're in the wrong decade. Yeah, yeah Carson, Carson Palmer. Palmer. 
Carson, yeah. what's his fuck? You know what I'm Carson's, talking about. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, 1994. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish I could see everybody in the same fucking screen. Sorry. Uh, no, I. you know what I'm talking about. Like, it's It may not work out. They may fucking collapse. Yeah. So. I mean, most likely you know. they will collapse. Let me that just say, though, top- if you're giving up. If you're giving up three first round picks for a 37 year old quarterback, you're crazy. Especially I agree. He's moody. I agree with Hurl. I don't care if it's Aaron Rodgers. I, I would give up maybe DJ Jones and a first round pick. I agree. Dude, first of all, I told you about that dog. I told you many times about that. Please. We work for one hour a week, Brenton. Number two, you're out of your mind. Mo- I'm getting a phone call now. <laughs> can you see me i don't no, even see anyone see more. your profile picture now rogue hold on once what decline <laughs> probably hollywood uh, calling with a uh, big uh, offer right. it was carson palmer calling to correct you dude mm-hmm. who am i thinking about by the way I, i'm blanking on who jordan you're... palmer right? yeah andy Dalton. Yeah. jordan okay. fucking Hold on one second. Renazizi, that's my manager calling. We were trying to get Renazizi into Schindler's Fist 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> He's gone forever. He's gone forever. Hey, who do you think the call is? Are you still here? Yeah. Yeah, who was yeah. the call? We were going to take what's the odds on who that call was? Extended car warranty. We've been Why trying to not- reach you about your car's extended warranty. Give us it's your social a- security number. We have someone coming over to fix a thing on the roof today, and he's telling me he's 13 minutes away. I go, why don't you just call me when you get here? Why Let's get him on the pod. Min- this is so your 13-minute warning. We're going to do that in 13 this? minutes? Yeah, I go, just text me when you get here, please. Your handyman's in an Uber? <laughs> <laughs> I ordered an Uber X handyman, and he's telling me he's 13 minutes away. No, by the way, you're, but you, I, I, I want to get back to because you're both wrong. Okay, Aaron Rodgers is still got the reigning MVP, dude. Would you rather have the reigning MVP or Daniel Jones? Depends how old he is. I don't care. Yeah, thirty-seven. How about that? And he's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Huh? Well, a good good analogy. <laughs> uh, I think I'm telling I think you, if I think it depends on the situation of the rest of your team. I don't know if the Giants are necessarily ready to win right uh, now when they're just missing Aaron Rodgers. Like, if it's the Rams, yeah, you. Give everything to get a guy like that because you can win a Super Bowl. But the Giants, just by adding Aaron Rodgers, aren't going to win a Super Bowl. They're not going to win. They're not going to win the NFC East. They're not going to win the NFC East. They're not going to make it to the playoffs. Is that all you care about, though? Because you're giving up the future. You're giving up your future by trading for him. I'm not thinking about my future when I have Aaron Rodgers going to the playoffs. He has to win two playoff games and then a Super Bowl, and that's it, dude. If he doesn't have the team around him, he can't. And then you're fucked for the next few years. With Aaron Rodgers, the Giants will go 10 and 7 or 11 and 6 in the regular season, have a home playoff game. They almost did last year. They were one Eagles quarter fuck up away from having it done. And you're telling me with Aaron Rodgers, we can't beat the. uh, That was in a historically bad division. You were one game away and you finished 500. It's still pretty fucking bad, Brenton. It's not great. No one finished under 500. Everyone got a little bit better. Nobody got Aaron Rodgers. That's my point. You get Aaron Rodgers, you win the division, you get a home playoff game. You got to win probably, you, you might even get a bye if you get that lucky, if you get top two. 
You have to win two playoff games and then the Super Bowl. Give me a break. I'll take those chances for the next three years, any day of the week, with him over uh, Daniel Jones and a healthy squad of who the fuck gives his shits. Give me a break, man. (laughs) You have to consider Daniel Jones' cap hit is a third of what Aaron Rodgers. So if you're going to build out the rest of that roster, and Rodgers will charge $21 million against it, Jones is seven. Now you're... You're, you're talking about stuff, making sense of stuff. I, I don't want to make sense. I want to, I want what I want. Do you he just understand? wants to win. <laughs> I want everything the way fucking Tampa put that shit together. They got a guy, a big, a big name quarterback, and he put a fucking team around him. And they already get it. had, they'd already had the team for the most part. And then that player coming in brought a couple other pieces with him. Yeah. And you I don't, you don't the have point. the team yet. You're getting you close mean, to having the team. And we also made the point right around the game where he beat Aaron Rodgers that people want to play with Tom Brady and people don't necessarily want to play with Aaron Rodgers because of his attitude. So it might not be as easy as that. But still, I just want fucking a great, great quarterback. Can I have one? You had Eli. Yeah, You did have your run. You know what's so weird is how much this mirrors the Favre Aaron Rodgers situation. Like Favre had the exact what, same shit love? go down with Packers. Well, we're just yeah. with the Packers. I mean, he's late in his career. They draft somebody else. They don't tell him about it. He's pissed and butthurt about it. And then he goes, fuck you. I want to go somewhere else. After, no, winning, I, after winning rings, after winning MVPs, after doing everything, after getting a street named after him. Mm-hmm. And they both only won one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. I mean, yeah. You kind of expect... Brett Favre to win more than one Super Bowl. I mean, one is great. One is better than Dan Marino. But he was in two. He was in two. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. lost to the Patriots, right? He lost no, though. Yeah. Broncos. The Broncos. Broncos. He beat Broncos. The Patriots. Yeah, beat the yeah. Patriots, lost to the Broncos. Do you think he is sitting in his ranch or wherever he is right now just loving this, Brett Favre? <laughs> no, he's doing racist cameos. He has no idea what he's talking about for the Proud Boys, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, he's probably going like, look, dude, I mean, this is like if, if the Packers as an organization don't figure out that this is like history repeating themselves, they're dumber than I am. But I mean, right? it worked out just fine for them. Really, I mean, though, dude? The yeah, they Packers, moved on from far say, to the Atlanta Rodgers Braves. won another Super Bowl. Dude, the Packers are the Atlanta Braves, a great team, which is a perennial playoff team every year. You can almost scratch in the Packers with Aaron Rodgers. But one World Series in, in all those years and one Super Bowl in all those years. I mean, that's more You're than talking a lot to two Bills fans. We would take one Super I, Bowl I in know, all those years. Saying, hey, we're splitting hairs here, dude. I'm talking about greatness, okay? I'll Not, take 500 just, please, as a God, Falcons fan. Let the, let the fucking Seriously. rain come down on me once in Buffalo. I'm talking about, talking about greatness and uh, to be great and to have, like, to be up there with, I mean, the Bradshaws and the Brady's and you know, look, even Roethlisberger's more than one, more one, more than one. Fucking, uh, what's his name? What uh, Eli, one two, Peyton one two. The I mean, you 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 when you have these and they and Peyton had great team for a long time and only won one. It's had to go to another team to win another one. Maybe Aaron Rodgers will have to be the same thing. I'm not saying he's not as great. But those organizations where you only win one in those stretches of eight or ten years where you've got great teams, you got to look at yourself and go, we did not support or we did not, we did something wrong here because 
yes, it is hard to compete every single year. But if you're there every single year, you got to look at why can't we get to the top or, you know, why can't we win more than one? Maybe not in a row. I mean, I'm not saying going on a fucking Patriot run, but, you know, the Giants won a couple under a quarterback. You know, it's like it's it, it can be done. So the Packers got to look at themselves and go, we had these two great quarterbacks in these 20 year runs. But really, we got we have one championship in each era to kind of show for it. And they left more on the table and they can learn from that. You get a good, maybe they go with Jordan love. Now, maybe they see something in him. Maybe they go, all right, this guy's, and we will surround him with unbelievable talent and he will see how much we, you know, that that's maybe the shift they have to have, but it ain't ha- And I think it's too late. They're not getting Aaron Rodgers back. No, that's my Aaron Rodgers is not never going to play another down for the green Bay Packers. You don't think that's so, 100%. Anyone want to take anyone? Does anyone want to take money on that? No, I, I agree with close. you completely. I'm close. You do? Yeah. I, I I'm agree close. with you completely because Aaron Rodgers is petty as fuck, so he's not going yeah. back. Especially now That's that it's out. That's a good out. point. He's got That's such a, a crazy ego. He doesn't talk to his family. Dude, There's something yes, mentally wrong with the guy where it's like, you hurt my feelings. We're never being friends again. You can't play in my backyard. You're not coming to my which, party. Which, That's which a good I point. was like. It was surprising that the first place that popped up was San Francisco because they fucking scorned him. You know, they didn't draft him. They drafted Alex Smith and it bothered the shit out of him. And, you know, he's always wanted to beat them. So I was thinking to myself, I mean, Lucas and I were texting about that. And I was like, well, maybe it's a thing where it's like, oh, now they want me again. Like now, now I'll like now they want me. I, I have all the power. I'll go on there on my own terms and I'll show them what they were missing out on. And he might be right about he that. Also loves whatever Shannon. the motivation it takes for him to get there that will be his thing but he and it but you know it's like he does feed off of pettiness and bullshit and sort of vindictivism and so you know i i don't i do not think he plays one more fucking down for that why do you think he does lucas i just don't see a team he could go to that's better than green bay I mean, when you when your options are Vegas and maybe Denver, it's like. But the, yeah, the Forty Niners came calling. The Forty Niners, everybody got hurt last year. They're a Super Bowl contender. Right. If people stay healthy. They they are in the playoffs and they compete for a Super Bowl. But that's a big if. They'd have to get rid of you know Jimmy G. Well, they will. Yeah, I, I just think the odds are that he doesn't play, as opposed to playing for green bay i don't think he plays for another team oh okay well i mean that's but i i don't think he plays for green bay anymore that's what i'm saying whether he sits out or not i see that yeah i'm just saying i don't (sighs) think he goes you know what we patched it up we made things right and uh blah 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 we're good to go and that's that you know bygones be bygones let's go hit it day one i don't think that's happening i think he's gone whether it's sitting out hosting jeopardy doing an OnlyFans page with his fucking fiance or playing, you know, I don't think he's playing for the Broncos. I don't think he's going to go back to a Green Bay Packer uniform. What is his fiance? Now, I bet you it's going to be a as. thing where it's going to be a while too. Like I bet you that he'll go off to the sunset, maybe win a championship with a, you know, another team. And I bet you the first game he ever plays, if he plays back in Green Bay, the fans will, you know, give him a nice round of applause. But I bet you it's a while before you see like him get in, inducted into the ring around there or any of that shit. Like it's going to be a minute before they feel like, you know, these, this is bad terms. So you think Deshaun Watson plays before Aaron Rodgers does? 
Oh, yes. Oh, well, gain. Well, I don't know about suspension. I mean, like he seems pretty fucking headed for suspension alley. But Dr. Masseuse. Yeah, (laughs) Dr. You gave him a hand job, didn't you? I thought I saw your name on the list. No, I gave him a hand job on my mouth. Oh, well, that's, you know what? Because you're a giver. And that's very generous. We've always heard that about you. Yeah, my hands were um, full of his buddies. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. He's got a big uh, entourage. How, by the way, how do you feel about the Falcons uh, and what, how they're, they're drafted? I mean, you, okay, there it is. Uh, Real good. Yeah. Real good. I mean, I love Pitts. I think he was arguably... Other than maybe Lawrence, the best player available. I mean, I, I mean, on the whole draft. I think Pitts wins offensive rookie of the year, by the way. He's going to get a lot of balls thrown at him. Uh, uh, that's what I think. Well, I mean, I, it makes me scared about losing Julio a little bit. Yeah. You haven't lost him yet, though, right? What's that? You haven't lost him yet. No. No. But he's going to have to give up a lot of money to stay. And I think he wants to stay, but that's another thing. It's like, I, they, I mean, him, Ridley... I would like to see the Falcons get uh, – I love that safety Richie Grant we got. I mean, they had the, the eyes on him forever, that kid from Central Florida. Just a ball hawk, a real head-hunting safety, which Falcons desperately needed. And uh, so one to be, I think he's going to be my favorite defensive player um, on the team. Yeah, I'm happy with what they did. You know, And then the rest is offensive line. They don't have a lot of money. You know, this this draft and free agency for the Falcons is like – you know, the 99 cent store kind of grocery shopping. Yeah. You know, they're trying to find, oh shit, 10 pounds of cereal for a buck. Uh, okay. It's not the best cereal in the world, but it'll do for now. You know, that's, I mean, they don't, then as soon as free agency started, they were getting uh, like number three corners from people and shit, you know? Um, so they did the best with what they had. And I'm, I'm glad they didn't go quarterback. I mean, I think Matt Ryan's going to go three more years and you know, we got two, yeah. two, three years to get a fucking draft a quarterback. So we, I'm glad they didn't act out of desperation, I guess is what I'm trying to say. They yeah, I mean, I think Pitts was absolutely the best player available. You know, they didn't need a quarterback. I mean, I, I thought maybe offensive line, but, you know, you, you guess that Jonah Williams, right? Right, he's coming back? Or no, I'm thinking of that's, uh, that's um, Cincinnati. Um, you guys have a decent offensive line, right? Yeah, we just needed a guard. Yeah, so I was like, either Penny Sewell or you go get, you go get fucking, you know, a playmaker. Yeah, we drafted our third pick was a great was a guard from Michigan. Great, you know, so we got two then we got a center. So we got two offensive linemen and then pretty much went defense other than uh Pitts, which I mean, if you can get a guy like Pitts. Yeah, so yeah, it's like my my prediction was Sewell would fall out of the top 10 just because I figured they would, you know, they would out probably take maybe a playmaker and you know maybe another playmaker and before you know an offensive line gets shifted down and or they take a, that kid from northwestern first and he moved down but no he was the i thought he was the best offensive lineman it didn't matter that he sat out last year you know he's going to be a beast he could play multiple positions so um but yeah no i thought the falcons with pitts it's like he's i think he's going to touch the ball him and Najee harris are going to touch the ball most i wanted him this year i really wanted Najee harris with our second pick yeah, Dallas. he almost. What, what did he go? He went second to last, or we Steelers? Went no, Steelers, right? Steelers, twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get the ball a lot as well. You know, right he's off. He's going to be good in so. Pittsburgh. He's going to have a lot of fan. He's going to be a fantasy. Uh, not really a sleeper, but he's going to be a shitty line. Productive. That's a shitty line. It is a shitty line. Yeah. 
It's not the one that Cor- that Connors ran like all over the place his rookie year, right? But yeah. remember that Harris was like is, the late. How's Harris's was- hands? Can he catch? Yeah. Who's so PPR? Yeah. He might be a he might be a good uh, good pickup. He can't, in PPR. He, he can't catch as well as the ETN could. And dear ETN going to Jacksonville good. with his quarterback—that scares the shit out of me. Jacksonville is yeah. going to be a fun team to watch, one way or another. Yeah, I mean they they went at, like they they. What's his name? I I like how what's it, uh, bah, 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 uh Urban Meyer said that he was going to take the, the Giants kid. What's uh, the the guy we got at the twenty at the nineteenth oh, pick? Tooney, Tooney, Tooney. Yeah, I was about to say Looney. Yeah, Tooney. Um, he said he was going <laughs> to take him at twenty, not whatever they were again. What did they pick? Twenty five or twenty nine? Twenty four or something. So he was going to be gone. I mean, that kid looks. I was not. You know, again, I wanted defense. I was all in on defense, defense. Once Miami took Phillips, I was like, fuck, that's the guy I wanted. But, you know, when you watch this guy run around and you just see, like, you know, like Urban Meyer was all over it. It's like he's a, he's explosive. So it could be a thing where you get another sort of Odell Beckham slot receiver kind of player with explosive speed, which is great. But, yeah, defense, defense, defense. I was I'm, – I'm interested to see – what Urban Meyer does down in Jacksonville with those picks and with that kid. I mean, can he, it's, can he turn this thing into a, a legitimate franchise? Cause it, it really, you know, it hasn't been for a long fucking time. It's been a laughing stock. What do you think well, about to... Urban Meyer talking about getting uh Tim Tebow as a tight end? Yeah. Dude, what, you know, I, honestly, I don't, why not? Do you, like, I want him to why, be a tight end because I want to see somebody kill this guy. I want him to well, come fine. across I mean, him. I want him to meet his best friend Jesus at about the forty-three yard line. <laughs> but dude, you got it. You dude, you got it. Something I will say. I mean, you can. We make fun. I'm, I'll make fun of him all day long. But like, he's a tough fucking kid, dude. He's a tough son. Of tough bitch. dude. Yeah. When he, I mean, like, though, he would run that option, and he would. He fucking moved. Big men, big defensive linemen, and fucking move them. He's, I mean, that on on the Broncos, he was fucking tough. He was gritty. I mean, he doesn't, he's not like, you know, an an athletic phenom like Bo Jackson, but it's like he will hit you and run through you. And, you know, and he can throw the ball pretty well. So it's like, but as far as catching and I don't know how he can catch a ball and, and receiving a hit. I don't know, but it's like he's he's tough enough. I think he's not going to be like, uh, you know, like oh my god, I, I've never gotten hit like this before. I mean, he probably hasn't, but when you go across the middle as a tight end, you catch the ball up top, and your ribs are exposed, and you it's take fucking world. oh, it's very different. But I always hated you know, how he would all tough. every time he would get like a first down. Now I'm not talking about an 80 yard touch game winning touchdown. Third and four, he gets a first down, and he's on his knees praying and thanking Jesus every fucking four plays. Oh, man, I want to see his dick getting driven into the dirt. And it will, dude. People will come for him. And But you know what? I'm, what I'm saying is I don't mind the move at all because if I'm ever like, – I'm going to what I know has ever worked in my life. And no, that, those combinations have worked. I'm not saying he's going to turn him into fucking, you know, uh, Rob Daniel Gronkowski. Graham, right. But, you know, it's like, look – if the guy's a big guy and he know he knows, you know, how what where the B for, you know, on the other end of it, where what he's supposed to be looking at. So it's like, why not give him a shot? He fucking played for the Mets. It's like get, you know, he's an athlete. Try not mm-hmm. try it out. I mean, I'm not saying take a fucking uh, a roster spot away from a, a legitimate tight end just because no, they, I don't think they would do that. George Carlin I, used to have a great joke about how 
everybody always uh, gives praise to Jesus when he helps them win a game, but no one ever blames Jesus for it. Yes. Like, what happened today during the game? Hey, man, everything was going great till Jesus made me drop that touchdown. <laughs> yeah, it's like all game long, I'm looking for Jesus. I go, he's nowhere to be found today. I don't know where this fucking guy went. Lucas, I'm out there the by Bills myself. Receiver that dropped the Stevie, pass, Stevie Johnson. Yeah, Stevie God. Johnson did blame God. Stevie Johnson, I forgot about. It. He was a good he fantasy guy for a few years. Pass. Yep, I do the remember guy didn't that. Have his <laughs> One of the all-time best mo- uh, uh, ways to answer that question, and to me, in the history of the NFL. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, it's just absolutely perfect. Yeah. What's going on with Steve here? I fucking Candyman just called. We got a three and a half minute warning. I was gonna say, what? What's the odds he didn't pay his cell bill? (laughs) I paid every bill. Uh, Emma, please help. What? I can't help you. I don't know how to help. Steve, I want to talk to you about something because, like, I'm not joking. I am a big. I maybe there's like two episodes in the last like six weeks. I'm not not caught up on, but I literally listen to your show every week. Mm -hmm. Um, fan of the show. And I want to talk to you about what happened because I a million percent I'm golfing. I'm listening to your pod. Yeah, I'm so excited to hear what happened during the Pasadena Pasadena City Tournament in golf. And the first thing you said, man, I got home late. Me and my wife were making out in the back of an Uber like a bunch of high school kids. We fucked for 30 seconds. I was all hungover. And first thing Biddlecombe says, oh, no, man, we talked about this. <laughs> What what happened? What exactly happened? I mean, you just got there. You party too much. Had you stayed home or just left the gig right at the end of the gig, went yep. home, rested well, yep. would, would you have had the same results? We'll never know. We'll never know. In your but, head, though. Look, man, Tom Brady goes to bed at 7 o'clock for a reason. Here's what I, I will tell you. I didn't You're feel the same great age. The, first, the first three holes. And when I put the 10 up on the third hole. That's when I was like, well, it doesn't matter how I feel anymore. Now it's like, it's over. I'm not, once you get that feeling of it's over, then there's like a freedom it. that comes with that. You know, it's like, <laughs> let's just go. Right. You know, you don't fight a lot of So yeah, I guess if, in hindsight, if I had, cause I was 24th going into the second day out of 50. So I was right there. If I, I mean, if I made the move, it was, it was moving day. So I had to make a move to get there or a move down. And I made the move down. But, you know, it is what it is. Like, I was never getting back over that 10. Like, once I put that 10 up, there's, unless that was, like, the first or second hole of the whole thing, I probably was never getting – I mean, a 10 is a huge number. Huge. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, that's so, two, two and a half holes. But I made three birdies on the way in, so I played decently on the, on the, on the back and finished, I think it was, like, 35th or 38th out of 50. Uh, and, and that was that. that. Next year's tournament, will you be having an all-night cocaine party at your house right before uh, you tee off? No, what I'm going to do next year is I'm going to do I'm going to do blast rails the weeks leading up to it, right? Holding up to it. <laughs> that time, that so when I, when I do it that night, it's like nothing. It's like I know my body's used to it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Right. I, yeah. So uh-huh. we. So I'm not going to get fool me once. Shame on me. Uh-huh. Wait, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you shame on me, dude. So I got fooled once. It ain't happening again. Fool this me time, three times. 
fool me three times. Who who else is in my house? Kind of a situation. everyone else is. Yeah, fool me three times, and someone's fucking my wife. Who's this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, my second thing I wanted to bring up was uh-huh. to my man Lucas Hurl, who, from what I understand, being an every episode listener, the real crux of this show since Baby Billionaire got made uh, is like, let's get. Lucas Hurl some money. Let's win yeah. this guy some cash and let's get this guy to come up. Now, you guys, I'm not going to say you've been unsuccessful, even though, you know, the record speaks for itself, but <laughs> it, it, the whole vibe is kind of like, it's like, uh, um, like two fat guys that are talking about all the food that they're eating. And then you got some Ethiopian guy in the corner, just listening you guys are constantly talking, oh, man, ship me another case of that delicious wine. You're constantly shipping each other wine. This guy's drinking yesterday's Gatorade trying to come up. And all you guys are talking about how great shit is. Dude, first of all, you couldn't be more right. You couldn't be more spot on, Jason. I appreciate your candor and your honesty. Ship him as some a, fucking wine. As, as, a, as a loyal fan, I appreciate it. This is the feedback that I wanted to hear. Yeah. Having heard it, I could not give a fuck, honestly. Um, <laughs> Clearly. Can I, can I be fun. honest, Chief? <laughs> I thought Carson Palmer just got uh, drafted. Can I be no. honest? Yeah, uh, of no, course, no, of course. I love I, Lucas, and I want Lu- and I want Lucas to get, but, you know, like, Biddlecombe and I, Biddlecombe, Biddlecombe has some unbelievably crazy ideas about what, what wealth is, how it should be handled, and how it should, and I, all that is, is me explaining to him how the way that you should like act as if you've been there before. And I understand sometimes it gets a little bit like, you know, off in the weeds with, uh, with some of the finer things we're talking about. And, you know, and Lucas looks like he's living in a, in a, in a house of toys and horrors, but it, it, he's not, I know that he's not, I've been there before. I see that he's eating properly and, and, you know, he, he's healthy. So I, I don't feel like I'm like, oh, my God, I, I, this ultimate pressure. But, yes, I would love to fucking win something huge for Lucas so that he has more. Not saying that what he has now, but he, is, he, he feels more comfortable in a financial aspect than he does right now. I would I'll love know. to. Yet there's one anchor that constantly brings no, no, us no, down, no, no, especially no, no, no. when it comes to football. No. That's one, no longer correct. We split away. We picked separately. We picked neck. separately. You don't get to pull. You don't get to pull that shit. We Come split on, up. Come you on, have dude. your picks. I have my picks. We put in two separate bets. Dude, and you I don't want just as bad as me. I really don't want to go back in time. I won more money for him last season than you did. Ooh. Honestly, dude, we're talking about when we first started this whole thing. Like week after week, me and him would pick games that were winners, and you would give us these fucking dumb reasonings as to why you thought this. Small thing was going to happen that never fucking happened. Never once did it happen. The Arizona, what was it? The Atlanta Falcons. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Put a lot of faith in the Falcons. You fucked us so hard that every week you were like, this is the fucking week. And every week we would smile and go, okay, it's all right. You know, Lucas, you keep eating dog food. But you never fucking changed for him is what I'm saying. So going back to Teep's point, maybe you and I, or more specifically you, can do a better job at not just thinking about how cool it would be if my nuanced fucking idea actually comes to fruition and fucking stick to the facts and win some goddamn money for Lucas. Can we do that, please? Yeah, this season's our year. Is that what you're talking about, Jason? Well, I just, I'll know that this show has jumped the shark when Emma and Lucas are finally shipping each other fucking cases of wine. (laughs) 
I'm like, well, they finally did it. Everyone on the show is a fucking rich as fuck. Emma's going to be like, I bathed in that rosé and it was terrible for my skin. I know. Um, <laughs> look, we're trying to keep it real. Uh, we're trying to keep it uh, as grounded as humanly possible. But, you know, everyone's again, I, I mean, on during the length of this, as long as this podcast has been on the air, whatever, whatever air we're on. I mean, we've had alt- crazy changes. Bill Cohn became a millionaire somehow or another. Still isn't then married. Seen, I don't, it, it's he's played that again. good. You played that good, Bill Cohn. And then somehow happened another, again, Steve. Wait, Change what? the name of the show to How Bill Cohn Made a Million Bucks This Week. What do you I, got? You got some sort of inside tip we need to know about? We've yeah, been talking it, about it for a few weeks, and it exploded again. You're robbing a bank? Doggy what? Coin. Your, your chastity belt? Doggy coin. Explain this doggy coin to me. I was just reading a thing about it. Now explain what. <laughs> explain this. Hey, I thought you were a listener to the show. This fucking guy has been all he talks about is this goddamn Doji coin. No, I said like two coin. of the last three I haven't heard. Well, whatever, dude. I'll tell you right now, it's all fucking pyramid scam. And of course, and I'll tell you, I did a little more research. A little more research, Brenton. Okay. You know what Warren Buffett says about fucking cryptocurrency? Okay. It's a Ponzi scheme, dude. Talking about the okay? ninety when plus Warren year old Buffett Warren Buffett invests in a company, the company still uses has AOL. a product. The company has a product. Do you know how much shit it, it it costs and and how much electricity it costs to make a cryptocurrency? Okay, so, all all it is is fake paper money that costs a lot of fucking uh, uh, eco friendly um, currency to make. That's what I'm saying, Steve. It's not a company though. The idea is it's a currency that won't be regulated by the government. It'll be something that people can transfer to each other worldwide instantaneously and securely the way that you can't do with money and it doesn't have inflation. I understand. It's going to replace the dollar. It's not it's never going to replace the dollar. How can it it's not never. have inflation? Like it's how can anything that, with the a different value coins, like that have inflation? The different coins have different limits, or they don't have limits, and it's set up that it either has very little inflation or no inflation at all. Depends on the project. There's hundreds of coins, but the point is, you know, Mastercard just put out a thing that they did a survey, and four out of ten of their con- their consumers want to pay with crypto by next year. It's going to happen. One of the coins is going to win, and it's going to become the. You know thing why that they want uses. to pay with crypto, Brenton? Do you know why they want to pay with crypto? Because they want to get rid of it now, while it's still while people are still doing it. Okay, no, the reason they don't want to spend cash money is because that's not going away. Okay, in fifteen years, when this crypto thing's done and no one takes it anymore, they're going to have to pay for shit in cash. And if they pay for all that shit in cash now and hold on to their crypto, you know what they're going to have in ten years? Fucking nothing. All We're right, about to so, have hyperinflation. Money's if not going to be worth anything. If something was really valuable, if something was really valuable, you would not want to pay for it in that. You would want to hold on to that. And you would notice how I don't pay for my groceries in my Netflix fucking shares, Brenton. Does that make sense to you? I don't pay that's for my why I pay for something it in like cash. Dogecoin or one of these other coins that isn't Bitcoin could be used because it's still it's only around 62 cents a coin. So it's not like it's Bitcoin and you're handing over 60 grand that could be 70 grand the next day. I get it, dude. I understand. But my point is still valid. All right. If I, if I, if I wanted to pay for something with something I hold very valuable to me, I wouldn't, I would not do it. I would be very cautious as to giving it away. I wouldn't pay for tickets to a, a fucking pink concert. <laughs> the Open, with, A's, uh, the Open <laughs> A's just sold uh, two tickets for Dogecoin. 
<laughs> By the I way, how pink much is, you love pink? I don't. I'm just saying, like, it's you a fan, love she's pink. A fan, she's a family friendly artist. Everyone loves her. My wife loves her. The kids love her, and I think she's talented, uber talented. She and if you've seen her in concert, you would know. You love her. She's she fucking, like floats through the air, right? Yeah, dude. She sings upside down and shit. <laughs> Come on, dude. I'm in. I got six words to say. How does this help Lucas Hurl? Uh, it helps because... We're trying to get him rich. You guys are talking about dog dollars and shit. No, I know. What I'm trying to tell him is that... Is that hey, man, if he had invested into Dogecoin when I told him to, he'd be sitting on a lot of money right now. Lucas, can I something? ask you a question? I'm going to be honest. And I want you to be honest with me, right? Honestly, right? If I was to offer you cash or Dogecoin in the exact same amount, right? In the exact... Right today. Whatever that amount is, which would you rather have today? Today, right now, Cinco de Mayo, May 4th. 1987. 1987. <laughs> what, what do you want right now? $10,000 in Bitcoin or $10,000 yeah. cash? I'll take either. <laughs> which do you want, Lucas? You got to unmute yourself, pal. I know. Straight <laughs> cash. Thank you. You guys Thank are idiots. You. Thank you. This is a gambling I mean, podcast, like, and it, you it, guys, it, you guys are playing it safe with your dollars. Ten thousand dollars in Bitcoin right now could be a hundred thousand dollars in five years. I could live two hundred thousand dollars. I could live for a year just on the money Biddlecom saved on haircuts this year. And we could be selling real dolls of Emma on our fucking uh, fan page next year. Okay, a lot of shit could be going on. That'll oh, be man. a real right. money maker. I bet, <laughs> yeah. I bet those will fly off the rich, fucking dude. shelf. All right. So let, don't, don't just Poor say Emma. pie in the sky shit, dude. I'm talking about real cash. So going back to my point, let's be smart about when we start up with win Lucas some money. Okay. Let's yeah. think big picture. Cash right. money for Lucas Pearl. Here comes a couple ideas I'll pitch at you real quick. Some money makers. Hit me with you ready for this? Go ahead. Uh, what's all popular right now? What's the big craze right now? Roombas. Everybody's yeah, got a Roomba roots. running around the place. But with all this pandemic and everything that's going on, all the kids got nothing to do. Roomba sit and spin. Roomba sit and spin. Yep. Put the kid on the sit and spin and then he just flies all around the room cleaning up fucking all the dog hair. Where do we put the broom? What broom? You don't even need brooms anymore, bro. Oh, Brooms are like yes. cash. It, it doesn't even matter anymore. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. So the kids just clean shit up with their feet and stuff like that. I'm, no, I'm missing that. No, the, the kids sit on a sit and spin, but the sit and spin is also a Roomba. And it just oh. goes all around the house, getting the kids dizzy, but also picking up dog hair and cat food and shit. Cleaning and supervising children. Two for one combo. I like that right there. Okay. Bang. Here comes idea number two. What do we got here? This one's for all the Japanese people. Tuna free dolphin. Oh. The big craze is all the dolphin-free tuna. You go the whole other way. There are no tuna caught in all these dolphin nets. It's just no. canned dolphin, bro. The sweet stuff. So you're saying we throw the cans into the ocean, collect those cans, and scoop those up. Cans of the tuna? No, I'm saying we are now catching only dolphins. There will be no tuna mixed in with your canned dolphin. Is he speaking a different language? Where did you get we're throwing cans into the ocean from that? I thought he wanted me to catch cans in the ocean. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I, I do like the sound of that. Let's put so a fucking now, pin in that. Okay, we'll put a pin in that saying. one. 
I all right. See, I, I I thought you were talking about tuna the whole time. So you're yeah, saying instead of catching tuna, we're going to catch dolphin and eat yeah, that. Look shit. at all these documentaries. Japanese people are getting in trouble for catching dolphin all the time. They seem to love it. It must be delicious. But you don't want it. You want to know you're eating real dolphin. You don't want to yeah. have any tuna get accidentally get caught in that net. Dolphin free, do, a tuna free dolphin, hundred percent. No tuna. By the way. I love that your voice changes to a Southern prospector when you're pitching things. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> Very kind of you, sir. Isn't dolphin mahi-mahi? No, that's no. tuna. Maybe <laughs> hey, you're a rich ass. Mahi-mahi is a... T- no, <laughs> mahi-mahi is not tuna either. Mahi-mahi is a completely separate fish. Oh, Wait, I thought chicken isn't bald eagle? I thought mahi-mahi was dolphin. I thought I was no, eating dolphin dolphins, my entire dolphins life. Dolphins eat mahi-mahi. That's Wait, did you not eat a dolphin? No. Well, I mean, you might be able to, but it is not a common thing people eat. No. Super illegal. I thought mahi-mahi was dolphin. Yeah, okay, so... This this is mahi-mahi. That's what a mahi-mahi looks like. I thought a mahi-mahi was a type of tuna. No. Uh Oh. I think so. I thought it was dolphin. Are you thinking of ahi tuna? <laughs> Maybe. You're, wait a minute. You think you've been eating dolphin all the time? What'd you have for breakfast? A dodo bird omelet? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, bro. wait a minute. We no one eats dolphins then, right? That's the bad. Oh, thing. Well, people, so. people do. People I mean, do. maybe in other countries yeah. or something, but it is it's not black a common market thing here. stuff. Yeah, no. All right, all right, here goes. Last idea pitch. This one's good. What's you know, COVID, no one could go to restaurants. What's great? Who doesn't love a nice food truck? This is a food truck, but a, also a glory hole. So it's like a food truck, no food, just glory holes. And let me tell you something. I've thought about this before because we had an ice cream truck come to my son's birthday party on Saturday, on Sunday, right? Yeah. We're all hanging out. Everyone's ordering. I go, dude, everyone's on one side of this thing, right? Nothing's happening on the other side. Yeah. What if you popped a hole in there right there? Bingo. Right? So you're already on board with this. You've already been kind of thinking of the same shit. Dude, and if you get someone good enough, they can Thank do both you. at the same time. Which we you know if you me. get like if you train someone well enough, he should definitely be able to do he? Yeah. Wait, they they <laughs> they should definitely be able to do both jobs at the same time. I think another great idea, dude. Another really good idea. Yeah. These are well, all like, I will what say Lucas can invest this money in. Well, if I, yeah, for like, let's just say for the food truck glory hole idea, I only need like probably like 200 grand to get a truck because I've been driving around in this van and it's, I need an employee because it's hard for me to drive and then also work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. You definitely, yeah, you need not. Well, I I either need a driver or I need another sucker. Here's the deal. I can help you out in, in a couple different ways. Number one, Biddlecomb is almost fully vaxxed, so he's ready to hit the road again, right? He's small, yeah. mm-hmm. so he he will be at Mount. Like you won't even have to like. Here's the deal: you he won't have to. See, you won't he, see me. He won't have to sit yeah. on the bucket. I call it sitting on the bucket, but no, whatever. he won't even have to sit on the. You can lose the bucket, dude. That's price. That's that's, that's money in your pocket. That's money that's right money back in your pocket, pocket, right? Yeah, right. So he doesn't have to sit in a bucket, number one. Number two, he's so little, he can travel everywhere. You could put him in, like, you could take this thing in an airport, put him in a, in a suitcase, travel him all, all over the place, right? Almost I'm ready like to a, work, like Mr. A, Tebow. I'm ready to work. Almost like a puppet in a, like a puppet act. And number three is his mouth never gets dry. I Don't ask me how I know that. It's just never dried up once. And you could shove whatever you want in there, dude, for That's hours. Two good qualities to have in a friend. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Again, dude, I'm just saying. And he's also, you know, he can invest. He can give you some Dogecoin for this you shit, You accept dude. Dogecoin, team. 
Of course I do. I take cat money. I take any kind of fucking dolphin currency, <laughs> whatever you got, buddy. Mahi, uh, mahi. By the cat. way, uh, anyone who's I take mahi in, money. Uh, I take some mahi money. <laughs> see, there's a crypto called Cum Rocket, and it's uh, way up. It's doing really well. Cum Rocket. Cum Rocket. Cum Rocket, uh, dude. That's the name of a crypto. That's what I'm saying. There's already like, there's already like ten thousand different cryptocurrencies, but one of they're, they're all, but they're all going to replace the dollar. This bubble's going to pop of eventually. You think, Em? <laughs> I'm just waiting for it. I know. Please. Give me a break. Give me a break. Um, first of all, I want to... I don't even know. Do we switch... Let's switch topics. Uh, the New Yorker. I don't know if you can pull this up for me, Lucas. Uh, the New Yorker has disrespected uh, the New York Knicks badly. You'll see when I... There are two really good basketball teams right now in New York, the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks. But the New Yorker put out a really great uh, caricature. And you'll see if we can see it. It's uh, it's the big three in fucking in Brooklyn together. And then look in the back, the two little Knicks right back there, the big three. <laughs> and then the two little Knicks, which, by the way, are they don't have the Knicks don't have a big three. They don't have, they, but they do have an MVP candidate in Julius Randle, who is mm-hmm. who the fucking Lakers basically just gave away for nothing, and now has found a home. Uh, they have uh, Barrett's playing great, found his role. Um, they got shooters now. They're playing defense, and they got Derrick Rose playing like an MVP again, dropping twenty five. <laughs> and they're the, the best, one of the best coach teams. God damn it, Brenton! They're one of the best coach teams. And they play great fucking defense. Now, I don't, I'm, I don't think they're going to beat the Nets, but I do think that they are capable. I, I disagree. Of, the Nets don't play defense. You got to play defense in the playoffs. I just don't know if they have enough defense. To, I mean, to, to beat the Nets, the Nets have a lot of firepower. If James the Nets Harden have playing, no defense, though, if you're James not Harden win. is not playing, it is a different story. It is a different story. But I'm just saying, like, this is very like, oh. It's almost like, would you even put the fucking Knicks on the goddamn cover for? And I'm what? not saying there's, but they're the four seed right now. They're the what? four seed. They're not terrible anymore. They're not the laughing stock anymore. So it just, it's, it's uh, a little. Uh, I was like, Ugh, this seems a little bit of a shitty fucking knock. But look, we'll see what happens. I, I'm not saying they beat them in the playoffs, but I hope they meet in the playoffs. Let's just put it that way. I was more impressed with how many windows Lucas Hurl had open at one point in time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it's got to be about 27. Unbelievable. If I had to guess. Um, Jeff Schaefer, Half the creator of the league, he used to have, I'm not, no joke, he would, ha- he would have so many, I've seen him, so many windows open that the computer would break and he needed it so badly, he would just buy a new computer. He literally had so many windows open at one point that the what thing was just was doing? like, every, like, it's the uh, scatter brain. It's the, the Harvard joke brain where they're just like, bing, bang, that's funny. Bing, bang, oh, oh, bing, bang, 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 bang. oh, oh, uh, Seattle, Seahawks tickets, Seahawks tickets, Larry David r- joke, but all over the place. So just every window had to stay open. So at any point it can all be pulled. God forbid you have to reopen Safari and type something in. Um, but yeah, I just, but the Knicks, it's like, I feel, I, I'm like, this, they're not all the way back. They're, they don't have a big name or a big three or any of that other like marquee shit. But what they do have is a, a really good team playing great right now, which is when you want to play great heading towards the playoffs. So uh, I found that a little bit disrespectful. Um, 
Yeah. What else? Do you guys have Speaking anything else? Of, uh, disrespectful. Yeah. Did you see how the Yankees treated uh, El Tuve yesterday? Oh, yes, Brenton. He's beautiful. To, uh, is it capable? Are we capable of doing audio if, if he pulls up a uh, audio clip or do we get pin, pinged for that? I don't um, think it, it depends on what the audio is. It's, it's well, just it's, you hear the fans chanting in the stadium. I don't think we get flagged. For I that. know I Barstool's got a great video of fuck El Tuve if you can pull on their Instagram. Um, of the, it was just, they were it was 10,000 people first time since the Yankees uh have hosted the Astros since finding out you know about the scandal and everything and it was and you know having fans in the stands being able to have that and you know they they fucking let them have it they really did um, I love that by the way I always yeah. am a fan of that I don't know if we can hear it you have to when you share it. You can't hear that. Yeah, when you share it, you have to click share audio. There's a little button at the bottom. Yeah, you, oh, really? Dude, there's it's a share them. sound. God bless Emma. Dude, well, otherwise we would have been. <laughs> I would have been doing the whole act out. Well, Here I we mean, go. I'd rather but, see that anyway. Emma, the backbone of a That's show right. with no body. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just as fine. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, there it is. So there, there are broadcasts of this as well. And you just hear the people that are doing the color commentary just saying like, well, we can't say what everyone's saying, but you can oh, hear it. Oh, yeah. Um, that was the clearest fuck I've heard out of New York fans since I went to the, I think I told this before, my, I took my oldest to his first hockey game. We went to see the Rangers and the Capitals, Division uh rivalry and uh it was in the garden probably about like two weeks after these two cops got murdered point blank range and de blasio was sort of hedging on both sides you know like not really coming out strong for the police and um when they brought when they said that the the nypd was going to present the colors that night everyone was given a huge round of applause and then immediately it went into fuck de blasio fucked up and it was like the loud like the most the, we hit the fuck so hard every time, but both of them deserve it. Altuve and de Blasio. They both deserve it. For sure. Altuve. I mean, he hears it. They go, Oh, does he hear it? Does it affect him? I don't give a fuck. I don't care if it affects him. I'm sure he hears it unless he's deaf. He hears it. So he's shown no remorse him and Correa. And I'm just happy that the game didn't get to unmanageable 10 to three or, or 11 to three. And they brought Chapman in because then he would have, he would have, because they had Carrera coming up in the ninth inning. I think Bregman came up in the ninth inning. All the major players in this thing. Uh, so I'm not saying there's going to not be justice, but they, and they might come down the road. I, it's not done, but I'm glad that, and it'll happen again. It'll happen every single time they come. It'll happen every single time if L2 they gets traded. In the Yankee fans' mind, not only did they take away. A, a, a possible championship. You know, they beat him in the ALCS, but that was Aaron Judge's year to win the MVP. And if Altuve doesn't win the MVP, it's Aaron Judge's MVP by a landslide. And, you know, and, and it was like, that was another victim. Judge not winning the MVP. So, uh, fuck them. I'm glad. I'm happy that it happened. I'm glad they beat him. Uh, beat him again today. Beat him again tomorrow. They're not a good team. And the Yankees have to beat not good teams. And it just helps that the fact that they hate them. So um, I just I, I'm, I don't I won't be surprised if at some point it gets to the point where someone throws at someone else. 
which is also, and if it happens and they do it well and on the back or in the ass, drop the bat and run the first. You got to expect that too. Part of the game. I mean, the, the last thing you, the last thing you want to see is Altuve turn around after getting hit and like holding the barrel, pointing at fucking Chapman because it will get ugly then. It's like, you got to take your medicine. And even if that's part of it, it's well, not just, he's, you know, he's small. He's not going to fight anybody. Well, you know, he just, he gets, you know, he, he's fucking mouth. Yeah, he's like, he he's like a little dog that barks. Well, whatever it's a him, Correa. They all have fucking, you know, they're, they, they all have attitude problems. Anyone that stood by this thing and just went, you know, we have no ownership in it. It is what it is. Move on with it. The, you know, go fuck yourself, dude. Go fuck yourself. The only reason Rob Manfred didn't take away that championship is because he knew he had to take away more than one. He would have had to take away a couple. He would have had to look into the bread socks. And then you got back-to-back people with years with no championships. It's not a good look. So he just gave him a slap on the wrist, theoretically, and, and told everybody to move on. And people are still pissed. Yeah. And rightfully so. So I don't think it's over, over, but I'm, I'm glad to see what happened yesterday. So, um, yeah. What else? I'm trying to think of, uh, um, Bill and Melinda Gates. R.I.P. Yeah, no. R.I.P. Indeed. Um, I hope she's going to be okay. There's no prenup. I heard as far. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's right. I mean, do you, you think know. they're actually getting divorced or do you think he's trying to hide his assets? Oh, they're getting divorced. Ooh, am- no, I know, but like if he gets implicated in the Jeffrey Epstein trials and their divorce and she takes half of his money, half of his money is untouchable by the courts. Wow. Right? He did transfer some stock or he transferred some stock to her this morning, I read. So your theory has way. Might be hiding some assets from uh I heard I mean, it did, and not, like another thing, it did come out of the blue. Exactly, like right before he's supposed to go testify in the Jeffrey Epstein trials or whatever the fuck is happening with that. I heard he put $30 billion in donkey dollars. Oh, yeah. That's good. You mean ass dollars? Right before, yeah. Ass He's got money. ass balls. Ass Wait, T, can you tell me what the symbol for that is? Because I have some cash I want to throw that way. Yeah. A, money, a, money. Yeah, 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 yeah. A, yeah. a, a dollar sign, dollar sign. Yeah, that's, it. that's how they're trading on the Dow, right? That's- ass cash. Um, look, I, there's going to be a lot to go right. I mean, it's like going to be a Bezos thing, right? She's going to be like, you know, it's if you missed out on, on, on Bezos's ex, now well, guess what? Here comes another one, another Dude, billion. I'll, she's going to, I'll knock her up in a heartbeat. And she's nothing to look at, but I would, I, Who's I'd looking? give her a shot of the title. Yeah. Oh, I would yeah. Put, and you know what I would do with all that money? What? I'd give it to fucking Lucas Hurl. Me too. Again, yeah, again. and Emma yeah. drink, and Emma, of course. And I build you Emma a treehouse with a chef. Do you know what Ooh, I would do? With that real treehouse. I would talk about how much money that is on a podcast in front of Lucas Earl. That's how much um, I know. And I would nice. I would discuss exactly how much money that is. Hey, uh, Bill, come! I just spent a billion dollars on a delicious Malbec. I'm gonna fucking Uber <laughs> it over to you with my handyman. <laughs> Let me, let me send the, I'll send the jet. I'll send the jet to get it. Yeah, send the yeah. chopper. Uh, comedy's back at the comedy store, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I was just asking Friday. about that. Now you did. A, I saw you did a show there on uh, Instagram or Friday. something the other day. How was it? Friday night. Uh, doors opened up. It felt very weird to go. I've been in the building since okay. it closed. Uh, it felt great. It, it didn't smell. I was expecting it to smell, 
like they hadn't opened it up the doors, but it smelled like great. It smelled awesome. Um, it was great to see everyone. Uh, great show five was- star review. It smelled great. I know. I mean, I don't know no one's ever said that about the store. Good, yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> for some that reason, place smells like shit. Yeah. I know. No, I know. It smelled like, like cum, some- just like the old days. Cum and pot. Exactly. And normally it does smell like cum and pot, but like, you know, like, and so it, imagine you had a cum and pot smelling place and then you lock the doors on it for a year and then open them up and let people in. I was assuming like the doors like Willy Wonka were locked until they're like, 8.59 and they opened them up and we were allowed to go in and I was going to like walk into like some sort of like pig pen cloud of just shit and it seemed like they had done some work and like aired the place out and, now uh, was it was it just a, <laughs> a main room show to the other how many yeah, rooms they have one, open one main room show they had it was like 35% capacity people were sitting around but like the the people that came they knew that they were like lucky and they were psyched to be there like cool. they, every one of us that did the show and I watched pretty much Sarah, uh, who started, uh, uh, oh, Mark, Mark Ellis, Ellis opened it and Sarah and myself. Then I brought up, um, Tom Papa, uh, then, uh, who else came up? Uh, fucking, oh, I can't remember. Eliza came up and, um, and uh, Bill Burr, Burr came on, Burr did, yeah. Burr came on. So, but like every single person, and I know I named famous people, like everyone got like, huge like like we were all dave Chappelle style applause like people were just happy that it was back and like they could go there again and tell jokes inside and it was fun to see everyone we got to hang out in the green room in the back um it was a little weird i went into the or which wasn't open i kind of stood by where jeff was and now there's a lovely neon there that was put up there yesterday with his name above it oh great that makes me so happy yeah it's right next to the star the blue star so oh, uh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. yeah. And uh so I did a, I you know I had a little moment there and then uh it was great. You know the only thing is like the shows are going to be done a little early right now. I think they're going to be done by like midnight or whatever. So there's really not a lot of like hang hang or places to hang hang. Uh so you know but just like the parking lot being lit up and seeing people come in and out was all it was fucking great. I'm going to do some spots this week. Uh, so yeah, if you're around LA and you want to come laugh again, just get online and get tickets early because you know, it's limited capacity and the shows are going to be good. So they'll sell out. So, but yeah, we're back doing comedy again in in LA, which is great. Great. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, father's day weekend. I know it's a while away, but I'll be in La Jolla at the comedy store. And that it happens to be the U S open weekend as well in La Jolla at the uh, Torrey Pines golf course. So uh shows that weekend uh going to the u.s open i'll be doing uh i'm gonna fucking get as much video or an access as i can and um yeah just playing golf down there in san diego for the week and and enjoying so have uh, you ever thought about have you ever thought about okay let's say you're gonna be a tory pines you can be at the u.s open it's almost like how you know you always see people do this with like running marathons and shit you cheat you just bring your putter you sneak in your putter one ball you get on the 18th green on the last day, knock in a little three footer, yep. put in a false score. You win the fucking US Open, dude. It's like, honestly, I've thought about that nonstop since I booked the date. I said to myself, I go because I what I've been doing is I've been doing the work, teams. Yeah, yeah, I, I do the golf work. I'm getting a little bit better at that, taking the Same. lessons. But I, I'm upping the golf clothes game. I'm upping my gear. I'm upping my so that when That's I that's what's in been there, missing. It's the look. 
Yeah. When I get not in the there, talent. I look legit. Not the determination, not the grit. Boom, boom, boom. Excuse me. I'll take it from here. I'm in there. I'll sign the scorecard. Where's the check? Where's the trophy? I'm going on Letterman. You know how they all, all these golfers have to have sponsors. Again, what all decade over are suit? you in? I know, I know. I'm going on Letterman. <laughs> it's the only show I wanted to go on. <laughs> I know. And then, and then the following Monday, I'll be Morton Downey Jr. show. And then the Merv Griffin show to wrap it up. <laughs> I got a big audition for I a am, talkie that's pretty too soon. old of a reference. You know what, dude? I just want to hang. I, I just want to hang with these guys, my peers. I just want to hang with them because, you know, we're all going to be on the senior tour. So it's yeah. like, you know, I'll say what's up. You know, like they'll see me. They Maybe they'll come to the show. They'll see what I do on the side. But, <laughs> you know. You got to get some sponsors. What if one of your sponsors, you're wearing a hat, title is on the front, right here on the side, Mahi Money. Um, Mahi Money. Would you wear a KKK-styled golf hat if it offered a lot of sun protection? I'm talking straight up like this. Do you want to see my... Wait. How would that offer you sun protection? <laughs> if it a had, lot of ways. It needs to go wider around your head in order to no, offer but sun brimish. protection. No, I'm not even joking, Ren. It's easy. You know how they're doing... They're talking about this All Things Comedy Golf Tournament, which, by the way, yeah. I am rock hard over doing this. By the way, I'm I got a little more information on that. I oh. played with Bertolina yesterday, or Ooh. Monday. Yeah, Ooh, I want to. I'm going to talk to you about this, but I have two different options. You know, Johnny Woodard, he has agreed to be my caddy, and he's either going to be dressed in like a prison outfit, like he escaped prison, and he's going to have handcuffs still handcuffed to him while he's carrying my clubs and handcuffs, or the other way, KKK outfit. Um, I think you should do it like. You should maybe marry the two. You put him in a KKK outfit, but you chain him to your to your leg like um oh. like like prisoners. Yeah, like, like we prisoners, both right? escaped. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So it's I like, like that. That way he can't escape. He can't leave because you're not going to leave. That's but all, that'll also that'll also keep me from putting my right foot too forward in, in my. That's true, stance. dude. And he, yep, exactly. You can also have a balance situation there too. So it works, bro. It works in a lot of different ways. What info you got on this? What info you got on this fucking tourney? I've been hearing about, and I want to hear about Kreischer's game because he talked so much shit talking about he had an eight iron, two hundred yards. I go out of what a cannon. Yeah, I know. Please, what are you downwind in a fucking wind turbine? Uh, turbine. Uh, listen. <laughs> I think it's going to be in October from what I heard, because of course the machine is filming a movie right now in Budapest, the machine movie. Hang so on. he's real, Renzi's real quick. Give me one. Yeah. Second. I'm not getting a call. I just want to remind myself something. Stay alive until October. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, now I'm back. I believe it'll be in the Los Angeles area. And I think there will be some filming aspects to it. I think oh, they're really going to try yeah. There's a lot of people interested in, 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 in this for like online purposes. So I think CBS sports is going to be involved. And, and so, um, yeah, it's going to be fucking great. I played, uh, with, uh, Mike on Monday, we played in this all things comedy thing. They're doing a offshoot of some, I don't know. I just go and play, dude. I drink the beer. I go and play. I have fun. I impress people. People like me. Same, hundred percent. You know, that's how it works. So tell me my story. Um, Anyone else have anything they'd like to add personally or professionally? Personally. Uh, yeah, oh, go, go ahead, team. Please. I no, was just going to say uh, next week my al comedy album, Covidiot, comes out. That's all the time we have this week, everyone. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, wait. Oh, I thought you just. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Teeps. 
No, that's it. Uh, iTunes, anywhere you get anything. I recorded it uh, at the end of the winter, right before New Year's in uh, Valparaiso, Indiana, home of one Danish, I mean, uh, Ryan O'Neill. Ryan O'Neill. Uh, at Market Comedy Lounge. Uh, they were very kind to let me do that during a crazy pandemic. It was, everybody's got masks. It was fucking 50 people max. So it was pretty, uh, pretty, um, Low key. Uh, great. Well, it's hard to do. It's hard to pull off. It yeah. got moved twice. The club got shut down once because the whole city ordinance. I had to deal with fucking like the state police for some fucking reason, the board of health for some reason, just to do this fucking set. So, well, because you're syphilis and you know you were uh, you're a felon. no. They were like they were like, don't you? Aren't you HIV positive? And yeah, why, and like, why are you bleeding? And I go, <laughs> dude, I beat AIDS twice. What are you talking? Come on, about? you can too. Here, have some. Come Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, it's like I'm hair glad it worked dog. out, dude. What's it called? Uh, it's called Covidiot. And, uh, you know, first third of it is all COVID stuff, you know, all yep. that sort of stuff. And then the rest of the jokes are old enough to vote. So, um, but yeah, anywhere you can get anything, uh, iTunes, it'll be pretty much everywhere next week. So please get my album Covidiot. A lot of fun. Do, doing you, it. do you accept any cryptocurrency as forms of payment? All animal money. I'm taking uh -huh. all animal money. I'm talking about goldfish coins. I'm talking about donkey dollars. I'm talking yep. about mahi money. I'm talking about cat cash. Cat cash, feel free, PayPal, you name it, Venmo, MySpace, Cockmail, whatever you want, you'll take Cat cash it. sounds like a good uh, uh, game show, cat cash. <laughs> cat cash. I was, because we all know Ben Bailey because he always comes around the comedy store. I always, I always say if I ever got in the cash cab, <laughs> And I recognize Ben Bailey and he goes, hey, where are you going? I'd go Flagstaff, Arizona. Let's get paid. Let's go, motherfucker. Dude, cat cash cash for four days. Three people that are highly allergic to cats and then they just come on and they're just they have to pet cats till one of them taps out and they get that cat yeah. cash. Yeah, Bingo. magical. Get magical in there. He's allergic to everything. Magical's I'm, I'm pretty aller Magical's <laughs> allergic to allergy medicine. I'm like, how do you even know that? <laughs> Al's allergic to joy. Um, listen. <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, that's it. That's all we can do this week. Does anyone have anything else they'd like to add? Uh, what about this? One more thing. What about this roast of Adam Egan? Is, is everybody uh, partaking that? I know I got to send her go. a video. I'm going. It's a private thing. You can't buy tickets to it. So, uh, but I'm not going to roast. I'm not going to be a roast person, a oh, roast, yeah. roasty person. No, I'll I'm just yell shit out from the side, from the side. And it just, you know, constantly reminding him of how fat he used to be. So, oh, um, God damn it. Fucking everyone's talking about how fucking fat I am. <laughs> fucking Paul, he's texting me. I'm going to blow my brains out. Fucking living a ranch with a rogue. Motherfucker. Oh, hey, it. it's good to see you. How are you? Great. <laughs> uh, righty, ladies and gentlemen, that's the podcast for this week. I love each and every one of you. I implore you to tell someone else about this thing because we could grow, we can get bigger. We are already bigger than Rogan, but we can take over the world. It doesn't matter. Just um, like Dogecoin. That's right. Just like uh, your puppy, fuck puppy cash. Um, <laughs> it really, I just it, puppy it pens. Me. Puppy pens. Yeah, puppy pens. Shove them up your ass. Listen, we'll be back next week. Thanks for joining us. Love to all of you. Bye. Go Bills. Thank you very much for joining me. For joining me. How you been? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, welcome back, 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 Steve Renazizi, I'm the guy.